It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French. Bienvenue, welcome to the rendezvous. I want to start the show by answering that question that was sent on my social media at therendezvousshow.com. Probably a young listener, but somebody said to me, What is the recipe for a good French kiss? Thinking because maybe I'm French, I know that. Well, here's at least my go to rule soft is always better than anything else. So take it easy with the French kiss. That's my advice. Softly, finesse, and uh, go with the flow. It's like dancing, you know, you don't want to be invasive on your partner's space. Same thing with the French kiss. So that's my first answer for tonight. Any questions about your relationship? Just call me now. 855-905-8255. If you have a question about your relationship, just call me. 855-905-8255. Mia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good, Mia. What's going on? How can I help you? Okay, so I live in Los Angeles, and my boyfriend lives in Boston, mm-hmm. and um, we decided on a date for me to come out and see him um, during his break, and I'm too embarrassed to ask him to pay for my ticket, and then I started thinking, like, is he obligated to pay for my ticket, or do I pay for it myself, or do I wait for him to offer? Like, it's the weirdest situation. The conversation has to come up, so... I need your help. Sure, sure. So there is a rule. I mean, in my book, it's very simple. Like, um, who invites who pays for the invitation? So did he invite you to Boston? Yeah, he did invite me to Boston. I didn't even think about that. So that's the principle in my book, and I'm old school. Anytime, like when you invite somebody to eat, you pay for the meal. If you invite your girlfriend to come to see you in Boston, you pay for the ticket so she can come see you. So whoever throws the invite pays so uh if he says come to boston said oh okay just you know uh, since you're inviting me uh, are you sending me the e-ticket or what how's that gonna work i never thought of it like that but i have to say i'm so embarrassed to ask it's the rule i mean yeah that no don't be nervous that's the only and you can say say listen oh you know i'm looking forward to go and i wanted to know did you look online for good plane ticket rates or what's gonna happen and just put it on him such great advice Thank you. It's Thank just you. It's something I've learned with my dad. Whoever invites the person pays for the invitation. That has never failed me. So good luck with that, and I think you'll get it. I mean, I think he should pay for it. He invites you, he should pay for it. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Good luck to you, Mia, and have a good night. So I just got an interesting Facebook message from Joanna, who's trying to date online, and she's wondering, should I lie about? You want to know what she want to lie about? Stay with me. We'll talk about that next. So I got this question sent to me on Facebook. You know, I'm, I'm trying to date online. I don't have much success. And should I lie? What, what's going on, Trisha, with this Facebook message I just got? Okay, so this message comes from Joanna that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Joanna. I am single and I'm 42. And I found out that I don't get many matches on dating apps. And I think it's because of my age. My guy friend told me that a lot of men don't put women over 40 in their search, so they're probably not even seeing my profile. I look great for 42, and I don't want to get left out just because I'm not within the age parameters that the guys I'd be into set. So my question is, should I lie about my age on my profile? That question, (laughs) should I lie about my age on my profile? I'm going to answer that question next. Stay with me. 
So I got this question, and I'm going to ask you that same question, all right? Let's say you're dating online, and you're in your mid-40s or early 40s, and you're not getting a lot of answers, you know? So uh, you, you want to ask yourself, or you're asking yourself, maybe it's because of the age parameters, you know, they have on those uh, dating apps stuff, and so should I lie about my age on my profile? Now, that's temptation I think all of us, as we get older, may have, but... I strongly recommend not to do that. I think that if we start even for an inch to lie, it's the beginning of the recipe for disaster. Because A, the person will one day find out that you lied. Even if you look younger than your age, I don't doubt it and all this. But one day, let's say it works out. He said, oh, you lied about me? That's not good. So I know it can be difficult, but I'd rather you stick to your age, be the honest you, and wait for the right person to show up. So please be patient, but no lying. I just can't encourage you to lie. Sorry, just can't do that. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? Call me now. Sou bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. <laughs> Bonjour, Sue. What is up tonight with you? Okay. Um, I met this guy online, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of curious about him. We seem to hit it off, and I'm starting to see some red flags, things that he said, things that I've been able to just quickly Google and check out that don't add up. And he wants to come visit, but... Some of my, you know, one of my girlfriends like, ah, you know, go for it. See what he's like, you know, blah, blah, Uh blah. Have fun. And the other ones are like, no, this is a total con. Don't get involved. There's something up. He's probably married because we see another girl's name on his house, you know. So it's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I should go for it or whether I should like back away and run. I see. Okay. Listen, I understand. I've been there too in my life a couple of times. So, um... Is there anything else that uh, he said or that, you know, in the conversation, other red flags that you have not tell me? No, I mean, he's always going on about being like, you know, he's always saying, I'm a real honest person. I'm a real honest person. And my experience is whenever someone has to come out and tell you, you know, how honest they are or something, usually it doesn't pan out that way. So that and, you know, just I, I mean, I've kind of basically caught him in a lie. And, you know, like I said, there's there's another person listed on his house's tax roll yeah, that evidently he's sign. been involved with. And he's making excuse after excuse, and they just keep adding up. I get it. All right. So basically, let me, this, this analogy, this picture. Imagine that you have to cross a river, and imagine the bridge is totally rotten, right? So you have a choice. You can take the choice of running on the bridge or walking carefully on the bridge to see what's on the other side of the river, or you just stay on the bench of, of the river, on the bank of the river, and you find another bridge. Uh, which one would you be? Would you be going through the very rotten, dangerous bridge just because you want the adventure and the thrill? Or you're the more safe kind of woman and just go, you know what? I'll continue on my bank of the, of the river and find a good, solid bridge. I think I want a solid bridge. <laughs> Exactly. And so, so you want a solid man. So, of course, do not dig anymore. Don't. Your red flags are there. The intuition is singing. Don't go there. The bridge is rotten. Do yourself a favor, Sue. Stay away from that other side of the bank. Stay away from him, okay? Okay. Will do. Yeah. Glad to hear it. That's, my, that's what my instinct is. So. Yeah. Always follow your intuition. Thank you so much, Sue, and have a good night. You too. Thanks, Simon. I just received a totally different question on my email. When you ask somebody out on a date, 
and they cancel because they're too tired. Should you call them back or give them a second chance? Let's find out what this email is really about. That's next. If you have a question but you can't dial in, what do you do? Just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Trish, what happened with that date? All right, so this email comes from Rob that says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rob. I met a girl on Bumble and we had a date scheduled for earlier tonight, but she canceled on me 30 minutes before we were supposed to meet up. Mm. She apologized and said she was too tired because she had a long day. I told her it was okay and that I hope she gets some rest and feels better soon. But she never mentioned rescheduling the date. So should I ask her to go out with me again or wait for her to tell me when she's feeling better? Rob, that, that's a question. I've been through this. What do you do when somebody cancels the date and you wonder, should I reach out again or not? I'll tell you what to do next. Stay with me. What would you do if you're supposed to go on a date with somebody and kind of in the last minute, the person canceled the date because they said they're tired and had a very long day and you say, hey, I hope you feel better. Let's do it again soon. But you don't hear from the person and the person doesn't mention any rescheduling anyway. So Rob is asking me, you know, should I ask her out again or wait for her to tell me when she's feeling better? So here's the, my rule, Rob, when it comes to that. I would not ask her out again. I would just say, hey, uh, I hope you're feeling better and uh, hope we can go out again soon and just go from there. If she's interested, she'll say, oh, thank you so much for reaching out. And I was wondering about, you know, when you're going to ask me that. So, you know, when are you free? And she's going to engage with you. If she's not into you, she's going to say, yeah, I'll let you know, and you'll never hear back from her. So that's the only thing you can do. But I would not ask specifically for a date at this stage. I would just ask, how are you feeling, and just leave it at that, okay? Any other questions, just call me, 855-905-8255. What is the number to dial in if you have a question for me? 855-905-8255. Ali, bonjour. Hi, bonjour. Bonjour, Ali. Welcome to the show. What can I do to help you tonight? Yeah, I need some advice because um, I broke up with my boyfriend that we had been dating about a year and I broke up about a month ago and now I'm completely regretting it. And I've, I've tried texting him to get back in touch and he is ignoring my text and just not responding. And um, I feel like I really screwed up and I... I don't know what to do about it. Okay. So for me to help you first, tell me why you broke up with him. Well, at the time, I I kind of thought that I just wasn't feeling it anymore. But then I I realized afterwards that, that I was deeply feeling for him. And I think that that's what scared me. I think I was getting scared that things were too serious. And then I think I just kind of started backing away. I mean, I understand it, but break up because you were afraid it was too serious and then regretting now that you didn't stay with him. So um, if I'm your boyfriend, right, I, I think possibly you're a little confused because I mean, the guy maybe got his feelings hurt, right? So um, he has not answered any text you have sent it to him? No, nothing. Okay, Ali. Okay, so there's only one thing actually you can do is to not send any more text and give him the distance because he knows how you feel. You've reached out enough times. And with the time and the distance, if he misses you too, he's going to want to reach out to you. But I want him to miss you too and not just you missing him. It has to come from him for it to work. So in that case, the best weapon you have, the best chance 
is to now be completely quiet, no more texting, no more emailing, no more phone calls, no more nothing. And if he misses you in the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear from him. If he doesn't, if he has moved on, c'est la vie. You'll never hear from him again, but you've learned a lesson. Next time, if you're afraid, call me first before you break up with him, and I will help you with this. I will. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I, I hope it works. I hope so, too. If it's meant to be, it will work. There's nothing more you can do than just be silenced now. Okay. Thank All right. You. Good luck to you, Ali. Thank you. And there is another lesson, another nugget out of the story of Ali, is that when you are hesitating about breaking up, what should you do then? To decide. That's next. Stay with me. Have you ever been in a relationship and at some point your mind started to play that game on you like, oh, I don't want to stay with him or her. You know, maybe I could do better. Um, I'm bored. It's the same thing. We've been together for you know so many years. Uh, or other way, it's just getting so fast, so serious. I'm not there yet. Maybe I should break up. Should I break up? Should I not break up? And then you ask everybody. Now, here's the thing. That's one of the most important decisions we all take all the time, right? Breaking up with a potential partner that could be either the love of our life or just a past memory fading away quickly. So you want to know what to do, the best way to decide whether you should stay with somebody or not stay with somebody? Stay with me. I'm going to tell you my recipe next. So just imagine for a sec, let's say you're in your relationship and you're totally confused about whether yes or no, should you stay with your partner? I've been there. I'm sure you've been there too. It's kind of part of the history of having relationships. Should I stay or should I go? Like the famous song. Well, here's what I do. That's my recipe. And I've learned that actually from my shrink is I put it all on a piece of paper, the pros and the cons. And I take a week sometimes to do that. And I put the details, the great stuff we have together and not so great. And at the end, I kind of have the feeling, should I give it more time or should I go? That's my own recipe. It has not failed me. Uh, Since I started doing this, I have a clear mind on what the relationship brings me and what it takes from me. And then I know, should I stay or should I go? Any other questions? Call me 855-905-8255. I'm here for you. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. Bonsoir. Uh, it's a call-in show when you have a question for your relationship. You call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jenny. What's going on? Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. Welcome to the show. Tell me what's going on. Um, well, I've been in a relationship for about four years, and all of a sudden, um, in the last couple of months, my boyfriend has become way more controlling and about... Mm. you know, questioning me about where I'm going and what I'm doing. Mm. And the last thing that actually bothered me the most is that I was going out of town for work, mm-hmm. and he questioned all of the clothing that I was bringing. What What are you going to be wearing that for? And and I thought you were just going for work, and why are you bringing that outfit? I and see. I'm being questioned all the time for different things now, it seems, and that was not how it started in the beginning, and I just I, I don't know how to proceed from here. Okay, that's a great question. I'm glad you called me. Listen, uh, controlling is unacceptable, right? We're not kids. He's not your father or, or your mom or your grandfather. So whether we are men or women, we have no right to control a partner, number one. Uh, controlling is not a form of love or of sweetness. So uh, what you need to do now 
is to put like a stop, you know, like when children act out, you, you give them a time out, right? So time out so they can calm down. Your boyfriend is the time out so you can have a talk uh, about what is going on. And you just say, listen, here's what you're doing. It's not acceptable to me. Explain to me why you're doing. And maybe it's something that has nothing to do with me, but I'm not going to put up with it. So we can talk about it together, but either you trust me or you don't trust me. If you say, I don't trust you, Jenny, that's one thing. Then you go, okay, why not? And if he says, I trust you, but I want to know this, 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 you say, listen, you're not my dad. I'm not your kid. And you give him all the options to either evolve towards back to peace and loving or to dissolve and then then you will have to break up with him. But I don't want ever to let a message pass that controlling somebody is acceptable. It is never a form of love. Never, ever, okay? Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I just really didn't know what to do from here. It was kind of a new behavior. I, I totally um, understand, and I want you to open the page so you can you know, explain what's going on, you explain what's going on, and then you guys decide, stay together or not. But never let a man or anyone control you in the name of love. Never. Okay? Agreed. I think so, too. All right, great. Thank you. Good luck I to really you. Be strong, it. be direct, be calm. It will work well. Thanks. Thank you, Jenny, for calling the rendezvous. Thank you very much. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir and thank you so much for listening on this Monday night to The Rendezvous and thank you for listening every night to The Rendezvous. Thank you so much for also uh, sharing your stories, your love stories or asking me those questions that you know I love to answer. Uh, and The Rendezvous really never goes to sleep. So if you have a question, by the way, in the middle of the night or tomorrow morning and you cannot dial in at night, remember, you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com at my website or send me a DM at Rendezvous Radio Instagram, DM me, no problem. And finally, don't forget, my answering machine is always on, my message is on, just call 855-905-8255, actually 24-7, and we'll get back to you. Have a great evening, bonsoir, à demain. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.